title or the topic is the dispensations of the Bible or the dispensations in the Bible. Last week, we came to the conclusion that the patriarchs were not given any written law as the Jews were given the Old Testament or the Old Covenant and then Christians are also given the New Covenant. Yet those who did wrong were punished. The reason being that even though these patriarchs were not given any written law, God had put in every human mind what is called conscience, which forms inform us what is morally right or wrong. Conscience, by definition, is a person's moral sense of right or wrong, which is viewed as acting as a guide to one's behavior. So because of this, these people were judged. And Paul says they cannot, you know, uh, uh, they cannot be excused simply because they were not given any written law. Because God had already implanted in the mind your conscience which also sometimes judge you for what you are doing. Today we're going to continue to part three. And here we're going to treat the age of the Jews, which is also known as the Mosaic Age. The question is, why do we study this at all? And as I always tell you, uh, we are studying the Bible and not preaching. So, if you have any question, any doubt, or something boggles your mind, please do well to put it where it says uh, your comment. Okay? The comment area, put your question down. But please make sure your question relates to what we are discussing. And when you do that, I will take time to respond to you. 
And I also advise those who have joined, if you have just joined me, or if you are joining me, please don't put it on video because sometimes it, it gets so many interruptions when you do that. But you watch it. And if you have any question at all, you just uh, put it at the comment area. The reason why we have to study this is, is very important. The first thing is God has given us the Bible, which is the book that he has given to the world to study and know him better and also know what God demands from man. Okay, what you should do so that you can inherit the kingdom. So it's important you have to study this. Now, secondly, many people calling themselves as Christians do not even know uh, that everything that is written in the scriptures are not a command to Christians. What I mean is, if you take the Bible, you, 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 you have what is commanded for the patriarch people, verbal commands, like God told Noah, Noah built an ark. It was a verbal command. Or Abraham, sacrifice your child. Now if you go there and God asks somebody to sacrifice his child, doesn't mean because it is written there, you have to also do that. You understand? There's also a written command, bring your tithe, right, into my storehouse. This is also a command which is written there. But this is not for the Christian. But because it's written in the Bible, if you don't know which dispensation these people were told, you make a mistake. So it's important that not only God has given us this book called the Bible, but he wanted to study. The other time I said, you don't learn, you don't only read the Bible, but you study it. And that is the advice Paul gave to Timothy. So it is important that we do this discussion so that we will know these dispensations and uh, where everything belongs to, right? So that when you are reading something which is a command in the Bible, then you have to, you know, stop and ask yourself, which people is God talking to? Is he talking to me? Is he talking to the patriarchs? Or is he talking to the Jews? That will help you to rightly handle the word of truth. As First Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 is saying, right? I think it's Second Timothy. You can correct me if you read it. So, it's important. Last week, we learned about this. Last, for the last two weeks, we've learned about the patriarchs. Today, we are moving on to the age or the stage number two, which is called the mosaical age. The mosaical age or the age of the Jews or the age of the prophets. We explain why it's called the age of the prophets or the Jews or it's called the mosaic age. Do you know, this it's called the Mosaic Age because it was during Moses' time that God began this age with Moses. So it was Moses who actually began this age from Mount Sinai when God gave him the law to you know, protect 
the Jews or to guide the Jews. And also it is called uh, 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 the age of the prophet because during that time God spoke to the prophet, to the people. It's not everybody that God spoke to. Now, look at the difference here. During the patriarch time, God spoke to the fathers. He calls Abraham. He calls Isaac. He calls Jacob. He calls Noah and speak to them, right? But today, uh, uh, what we are discussing now, in the Jewish period, God is not speaking to the fathers any longer, but he is speaking through the prophets to the people. So know this. Yesterday I was studying with a friend and they can't understand why uh, we are saying we don't collect the tithe or we don't follow the Sabbath because for him it is written in the Bible. Why not? And I said you need to, you need to study these dispensations and know which people were commanded to give tithe or commanded to uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, observe the Sabbath. Know which people or which person was commanded to build an ark or which person was commanded to remove his shoes or his sandals. Now, if you don't know all these and you go into the Bible and you read every, uh, something there and you think because it is written in the Bible is for you, you've got it wrong because God is not demanding that from you. You understand? So, the age which is called the Mosaic Age or the Age of the Prophet or the Age of the Jews started from Moses and this continued for about 1,500 years until the death of Jesus on the cross and that Mosaic Age came to an end. We will go through scriptures and know exactly when this came to an end on the cross and that is what uh, uh, the scripture is saying. Now, how did God live with these people? The people that is called the Mosaic people, the people that is called the Jews, or the people that live under the prophets. How did God live with them? Today, some people come and say that, well, uh, we have prophets. And we all say that there's no prophet in the world today. There's nobody that God speak to. And he spoke to Daniel. He spoke to Ezekiel. He spoke to uh, what they call Nehemiah and the rest. God does not speak to anybody today. Today, the Hebrew writer makes us to understand. Hebrew chapter 1 verse 2 says that God speak to us through Jesus Christ. Period. So don't let anybody deceive you. It is only on the Jewish period or the Mosaic age that God used the prophets to, you know, uh, um, come between him and his people, Israel. Okay. Now, how did God deal with these people? God chose only one nation at this period. Now, from Adam up to Moses' time, God was selecting some individual fathers. Not every father God deals with. But if you look at it closely, these fathers, they link to the birth of the Savior. If you look at it closely, starting from Abraham, starting from Isaac, Jacob, 
and then it continued like that, right? Until we got the nation Israel. And the scripture says, God selected Israel to be his people among all the nations in the, in the world. Now, turn with me in your scripture, in the Bible. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 7, <coughs> excuse me, verse 6 to 8. And read with me, Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6 to 8. Then you understand why Israel was the only nation selected by God. Today, you hear people are saying, uh, we are all Israelites. So that law, the Ten Commandments law, is also for us. My brother, you don't understand this dispensation. That is why you are claiming ownership of the Ten Commandments law. Ten Commandments law, the Sabbath, uh, the tithe, and all these things doesn't belong. They don't belong to uh, Christians. Right? Now, let's read the reason why Israel was chosen by God. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6 to 7. And I read from the ESV. It, it reads, For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for his treasure, a possession. Out of all the people who are on the face of earth, it was not because you were more in number than any other people that the Lord, you know, set his love on you and chose you. For you were the fewest of all the people. But it is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers. That the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery and from the house of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Do you understand that? Now, God is explaining why he chose only Israel to be his people. To be his people. He said, God said, I've chosen you as a treasure of my possession. Among all the people in the face of the earth, among all the countries in the world, Israel was only the nation that God chose for himself and he gave his laws. So all other nations were not part, they didn't form part of God's people. Thereby, they were not given any laws. And that is why when last week we were talking about Romans chapter 2, Paul said there were some people who were not given the law. But those people cannot also say that because we're not given the law, so we can we are free. Paul said, no, 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 no. You are not free. You are, you are still going to be judged because God has given you conscience. And through your conscience, you should know what is right, you should know what is wrong. So here, God is saying that He chosen Israel among all the people in the world. Why? Because the Lord loves you, Israel, and is keeping his oath. He said to them, it's not because Israel is a stronger or larger nation. No. He said, you are the fewest among all the people in the world. When God chose Israel, they were few in number among all the nations in the world. But he still went ahead to select them 
because he made a promise to Abraham. He swore an oath to his fathers. That's the fathers of Israel. And God has to keep his oath. And that is why Israel was selected. You see, you can also read this from Isaiah chapter 44 verse 1. Acts chapter 13 verse 17. And Isaiah chapter 41 verse 8 and 9. Now what is he telling you is that. Among all the people in the world. Israel is the apple of God's eye. No other nation. You can't claim that you are the nation for God. It's only Israel. Now listen to this. The promise he made to these people. Was to possess the land of Canaan and dwell on it forever. When God selected Israel from the hands of Pharaoh, he promised them that he is sending them to the promised land, a land that flows with milk and honey, and that land is the Canaan land. So that's the promise God gave to them. You understand? So if you read Deuteronomy chapter 26 verse 1, and I read, it reads like this. See, I have set the land before you. That is God speaking. I have set the land before you. Go in and take possessions of the land that the law swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give to them and their offsprings after them. Deuteronomy chapter 20, uh, 18. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 26 verse 1. You can also read this from Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 18. So you see, God is still explaining why he gave this possession, that is the land of Canaan, to Israel. Now, we are still discussing why Israel was selected among all the nations. Is God being biased here? They have some big, big nation around. Why Israel? God said, because I promise your fathers, Abraham, Jacob, uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. I promise them. So I'm keeping my promise. That is why I'm selecting Israel. Not because you are rich. Not because you are mighty. Not because you are huge. Not because of anything. But because I want to keep my promise. Now, what you have to understand is, at this time, Israel was under theocratic rule for about 450 years. When we say theocratic rule, it means God himself was ruling over them physically. As now you have your head of state. In those days, there was no kings, there was no judges, there was no head of state. But God himself was ruling the Jews. That is what we call the theocratic rule. Today we have democratic rule. Where the people select their own to lead them as president or as head of state. But those days, God himself ruled over them. Now, let's read Acts chapter 13, verse 17. And then we jump to verse 20 and 21. To appreciate what I'm saying here. Acts chapter 13. Verse 17 reads. The God of these people. Here 
Paul is speaking here. The God of these people, Israel, chose our fathers and made the people great during their stay in the land of Egypt. God selected them in Egypt and with uplifted arm, he led them out of Egypt and all this took about 450 years. And after that, he gave them judges until Samuel the prophet. So God ruled over these people for 450 years. Israel was under theocratic rule. God himself. So here, God gave his laws to them, right? And if you broke the law, you were punished to death. So, God gave them these Ten Commandments to guide the people. And when somebody breaks the law, they bring the person before Moses and Moses said, well, it's God who gave us this law. Let me go and ask God. And God will tell you the punishment for this is death. So, stone this person to death. Now, this is how some people who don't understand this always say, why is God cruel in doing that? Let me tell you, every nation has its laws. You understand? And every nation has some punishment attached to whoever breaks the law. Some people have capital punish punishment, which is death penalty. Some life imprisonment. Some, you know, up to maybe some fines. Now, because God was ruling on Israel as a physical president or physical king, he gave them these laws and if you break the law, there's a punishment attached to it. So, the Bible says God ruled over them for about five, uh, 450 years. And let's continue. We are reading Acts chapter 13, verse 20 to 21 that we are now. He said, it took about 450 years and after that, he gave them judges. So, after 450 years, and God appointed them judges. Right. God appointed them judges. And also, after that, he gave them prophets. So judges came first, and God gave them prophets. Then, they asked, Israel asked for a king. And the Israel said, well, enough of prophets, enough of judges. And we don't want God to rule us as he is doing we want our own king, human king, who will also lead us, as is happening among the nation. So God gave them Samuel, uh, Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for 40 years. When Israel asked for king, God was not happy, but he granted their request for them and appointed for them Saul. And before he appointed Saul for them, he warned them that if you say one human king, remember this king is going to take your possessions, is going to use you as slaves, is going to do blah, blah, blah. Israel said, well, we've heard you, God. We still want a king. And lo and behold, when the kings came, they took Israel as slaves. In actual fact, they dragged these people to worship false gods. A lot of things. Now, as we are, you know, trying to, uh, uh, the rare on days, 
we will talk about all these, how these kings, you know, rule over Israel and what, you know, actually they did. So, because, as I said, Israel uh, demanded for a king, now God gave them uh, a soul to rule them. You understand? What God did, as I said, he chose judges for them. Now, if you read Judges chapter 3, you will see the first judge that God appointed for them. Now, there's somebody, some judge, a, a judge called Othniel. He ruled Israel for 40 years as a judge. After that, there's so many judges. Probably you heard about Deborah. Deborah was also a judge who also came and also judged Israel. And this continued till God appointed for them prophets. Right? Appointed for them prophets. Now, if you read Hosea chapter 12 verse 13, the scripture says, By a prophet the Lord brought Israel up from Egypt. Which prophet is talking about? That's Moses. Through Moses, Israel was delivered from Egypt. And by the prophet, he guided them. So after that, God used these prophets to guide Israel. You understand? That's Hosea chapter 12 verse 13. For example, uh, Jeremiah was a prophet. And this Jeremiah was also selected to be the prophet for the nations. Even before he was born. Read Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 to 15. That is where Jeremiah you know, uh, uh, was appointed. In fact, God told Jeremiah that when you were in your mother's womb, that is where I anointed you. That is where I appointed you to be a prophet for the nations. Now, we are still discussing how God dealt with the Jews in the dispensation that we call the Mosaical Age or the Jewish dispensation or uh, the age of the prophets. We are discussing. And we know that uh, when it started uh, uh, from Mount Sinai with Moses being the first prophet to deliver the people, God was ruling on them. Uh, 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 that is something we call a theocratic rule. That's God himself was ruling on them, giving his laws and also attaching the punishment to it. Right. Now, after this, he appointed to them judges and prophets. And now Israel is requesting for a king, and God has appointed to them Saul to be their first king. Now, another thing we see God did was also that he spoke to the people through his laws. He made laws for them, and through that law, he guided them. Until the Savior, who was the utmost sacrifice humanity need. So these laws that God gave to Israel guided them till the Savior come. And this law was a covenant between God and the people of Israel. Now, when we say the Ten Commandments law is not law for Christians, people don't understand. They don't understand. Ten Commandments law is in the Bible. Why is it not for Christians? 
It's not for you. And I'm going to read this passage to you. Then you understand why Ten Commandments is not for Christians. Ten Commandments law was given to the Jews, Israelites, and Israel alone. That is what the Bible says. And this is how God lived with them. Now, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, uh, uh, Noah, all these people did not have any law called Ten Commandments law. Right. My brothers and sisters who are the Sabbatarians are confused, saying that the Ten Commandments law was observed by Adam in the Garden of Eden. This is not true because you and I know that the Ten Commandments was collected from Mount Sinai to the people. You understand? So, Ten Commandments law was given to the people to guide them and also, if they followed it, God rewarded them. If they broke it, they were punished to death. Right. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 13 to 14. Let's read here. Then you know whether the Ten Commandments law or the law given to Israel was for all nations or it was for Israel alone. Here we read. It says, Deuteronomy 4, 13 says, And he, God, declared to you his covenant. Right? What is that covenant? Which he commanded you to perform. God commanded you to perform his covenant. Right? That is the Ten Commandments. Here, this is Moses speaking. Moses said, God declared to you his covenant. Which he commanded you to perform. And this covenant is called the Ten Commandments. Which he wrote them on the two tablets of stone. And this is what we call, and Moses said, it was for you, you the Israelite. And the Lord commanded me that time to teach you settles and rules that you might do them in the land that you are going over to possess. God is going to give them a land that he has promised the fathers of Israel. And then here he is giving them Law called the covenant or the Ten Commandments law. And so when you go to that land, right, this is the law that is going to guide you. And you are sitting there in the 21st century saying that this law is for you. If here is not enough for you to understand, let's read Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 1 and 3. And listen, and listen carefully. Here, and Moses summoned all Israel, listen, and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and the rules that I speak in your hearing today, and you shall learn them and be careful to do them. Israel, the Lord our God made a covenant with us. Do you understand? Moses is speaking, standing before Israel, and he said, The Lord, your God, made a covenant with us, not the world. With us in Herod, not with our fathers. Which father is he talking about? Abraham, Jacob, Noah, Adam, these people. Moses said, this law called the Ten Commandments that God is giving to 
as today our fathers did not have it. Now, do you understand it? So if you go and see these laws in the Bible, though it is in the Bible, it's not for Christians. These were for particular people. And this is what Moses is saying here. Now, he said, The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Herod, not with our fathers, that the Lord made this covenant, but with us who are all of us here and alive today. Do you understand? God is making these Ten Commandments, Lord, or this covenant with us. Moses is counting himself with the Israelites. You understand? So, we're still discussing how God lived with these people, the second dispensation, which is called the Mosaic dispensation or the age of the prophet. It's called the Mosaic dispensation because it was Moses which led the people of Israel from Egypt. And we've already read that God said, I selected Israel from among all the people in the face of the world because I had a promise to Abraham. I swore, I, 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 I swore an oath with Abraham that I'll make your descendants great. And that is why he selected Israel. Not because Israel was great. Not because Israel was many. In fact, he said, you are the fewest among the people in the world. But I chose you because of your father Abraham. The promise I made to him. And here he's giving them law to guide them. This law is only for Israel. Now, if this is not enough for you to understand, let's read Psalm 147, verse 19 to 20. Psalm 147, verse 19 to 20. And here it reads. Here it reads. He, God, declare his word to Jacob. And where is Jacob? It's Jacob that is called Israel. Do you know it's Jacob and his name is Israel. And it's from Jacob that Israel came. So when God is addressing nation Israel, he called them Jacob. Because that's the name he gave to Jacob. So here, I read again, Psalm 147, verse 19 to 20. He said, he declared his words to Jacob and his statutes and rules to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. Not with Ghana, not with America, not with Europe, not with, uh, 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 what do you call it, Britain, not with any other nation apart from Israel, God gave his statutes and his rules to. And he said, the other nation do not know God's rules. Praise the Lord. Psalm 147 verse 19 to 28. So I've given you three quotations just to guide you to know that these laws that God gave to Israel is for Israel alone. And this is how God, you know, dealt with the people. He gave them his laws. Back to the patriarchal age, the age of the fathers, God did not give them any law. But what he did was he spoke to them face to face. Sometimes speak to them in dreams, right? And sometimes God even through angels, will visit them like the angel visited Abraham and told uh, Abraham wh what his intention was. You understand? But in Moses' time, it's changed. The way he speak to people changed. 
Now he's selecting, first he selected judges, and then now prophets. And he's speaking to, you understand? So understand this, so that when you go and read something in the Bible, you don't claim ownership. But what is funny is that they go and choose from what suit them. Now people go and read, you know, bring your tithe into my storehouse. And all these charismatics and Pentecostal preachers using this tithe and collecting money from people. Moreover, sacrifice animals, kill animals, these are all attached to the tithe and everything. They just take that off and choose what suits them. This law of tithe is not yours. It's not yours. Bible says no other nation had that opportunity to you know, be given this. It's only Israel. Now, I also read this last chapter and we take it, uh, we come to a close tonight. We we'll continue on next week. Now, Moses said to Israel, now we are reading Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9 to 10. And listen, Moses said to Israel, know therefore that the Lord your God is God and faithful God who command to a thousand generation and repays for the uh, for their, to their face, those who hate him uh, by destroying them, and he will not be slack with uh, one who hate him, and he repay him his face. Now, when God gave his laws, he is saying that to a thousand generation, right, of Israel, God repaid them when they did something right. Get your pay. If something wrong, you still receive your punishment. And this is the way God dealt with the people. We've not finished because of time. We want to pause here. But we're going to dive into deeper how God dealt with Israel until Jesus Christ came. So Christians, our dispensation is called the Christian dispensation or the last day's dispensation. This has nothing to do with Jewish law. This has nothing to do with Judaism. So don't let anybody confuse you that you have to observe Sabbath, that you have to observe Ten Commandments law. Now when you say that, the obvious question comes. So if you say Ten Commandments is not for us, so we should go and kill. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Back in the garden, there was no Ten Commandments. But why is it that when Cain killed, Cain himself knew he was wrong and was running away? Was any law written to him? No, he did not get any law read to him. But he knew at once that he had done something wrong. Remember what Paul says, God has put in man's mind what's called conscience. So with or without law, when you sin, you know what you have done is wrong. You understand? So if Christians don't have the Ten Commandments law, it doesn't mean Christians we don't have laws. We will go into Christian uh, dispensation and we will know our laws. But let me tell you, even the Christian laws, whether you accept it or you don't accept it, you still be judged. You understand but what i'm discussing to you uh, i'm discussing with you tonight is that 
The second dispensation, called the Mosaic dispensation, God first rule with the people, so they have theocratic rule, and then appoint to them judges, and appoint to them uh, 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 what they call prophets, and then set up kings for them, right? And God rule uh, to Israel through these prophets and judges and then kings. Okay, so that is where we come to an end tonight. Once again, I am your brother, Paul Offen. Please do me a favor by sharing this to as many as you can because there are so many people in the world who do not know this and always thinking that the laws given to the uh, people at Moses' time belong to us and they mess up things in the Bible. God bless you that you always listen to me. Please share this for me. If you are watching me from YouTube, I want you to subscribe to my channel so that you get notification anytime I'm online. Give me a time and share and God will bless you. Now, I, want, uh, I will ask you if you get time, please visit the Church of Christ. Church of Christ is everywhere in the world. Now, where you are watching me, you can see either on the top of your video or down, inscription saying visit the church of christ and there is a finger pointing to a link if you click on the link it will give uh, a bring out all the churches of christ not all of them most of the churches of christ in uh, uh, church of christ in most countries right and probably you find where you are and it will direct you god bless you and make you great thank you bye bye